What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 191 on the best side hustle you never heard about. So I'm super. So I'm super excited to have this conversation. We got my guy, Eric Richardson, in the building. And Eric is a former professional basketball player playing overseas in Europe, right? Yes. Awesome. Barcelona and Finland. Yeah. Barcelona and Finland. I'm sure that experience of just being in those countries was, you know, amazing, let alone being able to play basketball Mm -hmm. professionally was amazing as well. And Eric is also a licensed uh, financial advisor and has helped hundreds of people find money that is already owed to them. Right. And you guys are probably like. How do you find something that's that's already mine, right? So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into today's content, Eric, tell our listeners a little bit more about, you know, yourself, your experiences playing, you know, overseas mm-hmm. and a little bit more about what they can expect from today's content. Yeah. So my name is Eric Richardson. I played professional basketball in Barcelona, Spain, Helsinki, Finland. I'm now straight out of college. I have my degree in business finance. And I've just always been thinking about how I can essentially be an entrepreneur. So when I was playing basketball overseas, I had a lot of free time. It Mm. was just literally going to practice, going to games, lifting weights. And I had free time in my free time. Of course, you're going to have fun in Europe. It's a great experience. But I was also looking up different ways that I can make money. So, you know, I picked up Airbnb. I was doing Airbnb. I was doing wholesaling. I was literally doing a lot of things. And I stumbled across the surplus funds business, which is the asset recovery back in 2018. And um, I saw that there's money available on county level, state level that individuals have no idea about. So Mm -hmm. I learned the business. I figured it out, started getting a few deals. And I realized, hey, I can expand this, scale this, do this everywhere in the nation because this this money is out there everywhere in the entire nation. It's not just Florida. It's not just one state. It's everywhere. Started scaling it. Then I started teaching it. And then from then on, it just it just kind of blew up and um, everything is just momentum. When I get my funds, I always like to invest it in other businesses, other opportunities, because I'm always getting, you know, new visions from God on how I can do more. So, you know, today's conversation, we're definitely going to talk about, you know, doing more, um, how you can build the lifestyle that you want and just focusing and locking in. I love it. I love it. And I think I think a uh all of our millionaires tapping mm-hmm. in can really be just as excited as I am for this conversation because I mean that's what we are all all are here for mm-hmm. more you know people are currently in this day and age mm-hmm. doing one thing and you know transitioning into more passionate work uh, and not just the passionate work but looking for ways to increase these streams of income mm-hmm. we all know nowadays that you know one stream isn't enough especially exactly. if that stream is linear right exactly. so uh, i'm super excited for this conversation glad to have you on the mm-hmm. show eric and to our millionaires that are tapping in for the first time and to our vets welcome back to the million dollar mind podcast this is the number one community for entrepreneurs in the self-mastery and abundance space and we do so by having really dope conversations million dollar conversations yes. with really amazing people like the one we're about to have with eric so you're you're in the right place if you're here for money making tips and tricks for living a more passionate life. What's up, millionaire? So I know I shared this once, maybe even twice, but here's the third time. So I'm really starting to lose faith in business cards. And the reason why is because every time I get about 500 business cards, I use about 100, 150, and my business has changed. Whether the website has changed or just things are just changing, especially when you're a new entrepreneur. 
you know, I've been in entrepreneurship just under five years. So, you know, things are still changing. You're optimizing, you're getting new websites, getting new Instagram accounts and your business card really expires. So what I learned and what I love now is Popple, right? I have a Popple card right here in my pocket. And what I love about it is it's a physical card that I can put my logo on even has a QR code that I can scan or hold up to somebody's phone. And they have a virtual business card where I can update my information as much as I need to. I can share as much information as I want to from my phone number, social media pages, the whole nine. And I can also disable sharing that information if I want to as well. I definitely want you guys to consider Popple because as your business is changing, why spend so much money on these paper business cards when most of the times people throw them away and it's expired because you changed your business. So there's also going to be a link at the bottom of this video for you to download Popple, get your business card. Or if I hold it up close enough, you might be able to scan that QR code. Life. So let's start off with, you know, your your experiences in the financial space. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, you went to college for, you know, financial literacy and being in the financial advisor. What drove you to. Um, that industry as, you know, where you wanted to start your career? Yeah, so I've always been interested in like the stock market, looking at it. But I honestly, when I was in college, I never really thought I'd have this position. I, I knew about business. I knew about finance. I just got that degree. So I had a good understanding. Mm. But um, one of my friends in college, uh, Savannah, her father is a financial advisor, one of the top advisors in the nation. Um, you know, i pretty much presented to him like, look, I'm going to be the hardest worker that you'll ever have. He brought me on, put me in a great role immediately where I was pretty much seeing how he did his appointments, how he did his seminars, how he communicated with individuals. And I added my charisma to it. And I, the first year that we did um, 20 million, I brought him from 20 million to 30 million the next year. And then on my sales, I did 5 million last year. So this year I'm looking to go over 10 million and um, having assets under management. So it's just opportunities, you know, being in the right place at the right time. I was thankful to have um, her father bring me in with the firm. So then I, I pretty much learned the ropes how to be a, a good financial advisor, really see people's financial goals and what is going to get them to what they need. Because when you're in retirement, you can't just give everybody a cookie cutter, you know, uh, formula. When you're managing their wealth, you have to meet certain people's needs. Mm -hmm. um, just realizing how to communicate with millionaires, billionaires, how to network, just, you know, being professional, being an expert in whatever industry you're in. So um, I really like the financial space. And a lot of these individuals, they really want somebody who they can relate to, communicate with and have a good relationship with because anybody can, you know, manage somebody's money and just throw some stocks and bonds, some equities. But when you have a good relationship with them and actually can relate, that's when they will say, OK, you know what? I can trust you with your money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it sounds like. Um, the success that you're having and have had in the past, Eric, there are a lot of different uh, mini skills required mm -hmm. to, to, you know, to reach the level of success that you're at as far as like communication, yep. you know, building rapport, exactly. you know, relationship building, value creation mm -hmm. as well. Um, and not just that, but just the confidence and know that you had in yourself yes. to, you know, go to this top performer in the industry and say, you know, I'm going to be the mm -hmm. best best person that you could probably invest in, you know, yeah. to bring into your company. What were some books or some experiences that you might have had that prepared you for that conversation and for that role before you even stepped in stepped into it? Yeah. Um I do a lot of reading. Rich Dad Poor Dad was great. 
um the millionaire next door was mm. great um also selling yourself was a great book so these are all good books and honestly i'm working on my own book as well because i feel like i have a lot of stuff just from my personal experiences that i can spread with other individuals but it really just came down to listening to a lot of podcasts like this where mm. you can um kind of evoke that inner confidence that you have because we all have it in us mm-hmm. we just have to figure out how to starve our distractions and feed what is going to bring us to what we need to achieve so um you know when it comes to confidence and things like that i always felt like i've been a leader um because since high school from basketball i've always been like the captain of the team communicating with a team on a level like that so i feel like i always had those intangibles and it just got brought out to a broad level once i stepped into the realm of like financial advising where i'm doing seminars in front of hundreds of individuals and where i have my community on youtube where i'm speaking to you know hundreds of individuals as well yeah man that's that's amazing i love that you mentioned starving the distractions and Mm -hmm. feeding pretty much the desires exactly and um you know i'm glad to have you on here because this is you know podcast in general but Mm -hmm. that was pretty much the main inspiration of you know the million dollar mind podcast as well as bringing people you know to bridge that gap for the listeners because it's not that we're just one gym away a lot of people Mm -hmm. think that we're just that information bit away from you know making transitions in our lives with when we're really just one person away. Yeah. So you could be that one person that somebody is listening to today. And mm-hmm. it's like, man, I heard Kai and hundreds of other guests, but this person right here is the one that, you know, inspired me to make some changes. Yeah. So I'm super excited to dive in, Eric. And, you know, as we were having our discover uh, call, discovery call, you mentioned, you know, having, you know, 15 plus streams of income, mm-hmm. you know, not even to mention on how you built out those streams of income, but how you've aligned your mind yes. to be able to create and maintain those streams of income is what I think I'm most interested in. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you keep yourself? I mean, you even mentioned webinars on YouTube, exactly. and having a community. How do you keep yourself floating in the, in the right direction and mm-hmm. not pushing yourself too far or too hard to where everything falls by the wayside? Yeah, so I have 15 streams of income currently. Um, to be honest, by the end of the year, it might be at 20. Mm-hmm. And people always ask me, like, how do you do it? How in the world are you managing all of this? And my financial advising job is nine to five. So when I'm on my nine to five, I'm super productive. And of course, I'm getting my business done, but I'm also answering emails, doing stuff outside of work. Um, but you got to make sure if you're at work, make sure you get your work done. So mm-hmm. your boss isn't on you like, oh, why are you doing this other stuff? But when I get off of work, I go to work. So my nine to five, that's going to cover the essentials in life. And then the five to like 2 a.m., this is when I'm really focusing on my life. And I just I said, look, in order to get to a certain spot, you have to have the right vehicle. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do not understand that there's financial vehicles to get you to your destination. So I was playing basketball and I realized playing overseas is cool, is great, great experience. But that's not the correct financial vehicle that's going to get me to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. What's going to get me there? Becoming a financial advisor, being an entrepreneur, having my properties on Airbnb, fixing and flipping, doing my surplus funds business, having all of my other websites that are run, that's going to get me to where I need to get because every vehicle is not going to get you where you need to be. So once I realized exactly what I needed in life, all I did was outline and I said, okay, I'm 
really starving my distractions because think about it. A lot of us are spending time on social media, Instagram, TikTok, and it can swallow you. Like you can be overwhelmed in that content and hours will go by in a day and you're not productive. Mm -hmm. So what I do is um, I call it MEA, money earning activities. Mm -hmm. So I break down 70% of my day, I'm doing money earning activities. So this can be, you know, actually earning money at that time, whether you're at work or you're working towards future earnings. So are you planning out your future? Are you lining up a business? Are you, you know, getting things set up for that business? Or, you know, I'm a content creator too. So even when I travel, as long as I'm making content, you know, I'm getting those tax write-offs, I'm getting paid from YouTube, I'm still doing my MEA, my money earning activities. So mm-hmm. I'm just staying ultra locked in. And when I say distract, starve the distractions, Of course, I'm on social media, but I'm on social media for a different purpose. I'm looking at ways I can network or learn things like when I'm on TikTok, sometimes I learn some things to, you know, save on taxes. And I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Then you got other people on TikTok and they're looking at, you know, some pointless videos. So Mm -hmm. once you really outline what you want in life, you can achieve it. Like we, we all have that in us. So you just have to really starve your distractions, take a massive action. I got that from Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. Don't just take regular action. Don't go after it and then give up. Take massive action. So that's pretty much what I do. Yeah, massive action. And, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, speaking to the social media bit, you know, there are ways that you can, you know, trick and train these mm-hmm. algorithms to show you what you want. Exactly. Right? And so when people say, oh, well, I'm only being shown this is mm-hmm. because that's what you show. The that's algorithm. what you're liking. That's exactly. what you want. Yeah. And that's what you like. So, I mean, nine to five to you said a, a five to like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Man, what what is your routine, you know, mm-hmm. in the morning or evening look like to to where you're able to function? I mean, yeah. sleep a thing for you? Like, what, <laughs> t- Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, man, actually sleep. Me and sleep don't really get along like that. So nine to five, I wake up at eight and I'm at work at nine. I don't really have like a crazy morning routine. A lot of people need like coffee, all this stuff. Like I literally just take a shower. The water is going to hit me. I'm up. I'm ready to go. And I let my motivation for success get me right. I don't need caffeine. I don't need any of that. I go to work. Once I get off of work, I'm going to walk my dog. I'm going to check my emails and see what I have. Usually I have some Zoom calls, got to train some students. Then I'll go lift real quick because you got to have your mind right, body right. That's Mm -hmm. your temple. And then after that, now I outline. So what I do is everything is not scattered. It's not freestyle. You definitely cannot freestyle life. You literally have to get that pen and paper. And some people like to use a phone or they like to use apps. I just like pen and paper is something about writing, just physically getting that out of your brain. And what I'll do is I'll put four tasks each day that I need to accomplish outside of the regular routine that I have. And these are going to be four tasks that are going to lead me to my future success. So if I already have stuff lined up, that's fine. But I need to do four new things to keep me going because that's the only way you can keep building momentum Mm -hmm. you have to keep building towards new success a lot of us are so you know complacent they might get that six-figure job and you know let's say if i did keep my financial advising job i could have been cool with that i go to work come home walk my dog i could have just been chilling but you know i'm i'm steady moving towards future success as well Mm, mm. that that's that's amazing and 
I mean, with you and sleep not getting along, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like you have different things that motivate you. Like mm-hmm. you said, your, your your motivation to succeed and to, mm-hmm. you know, continue to do more, earn more and, you know, be able to give more as well. Yes, I'm sure. exactly. Um, I'm, I mean, what do you feel like is because at the end of the day, you also have a nine to five, but are also doing pretty well for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. outside of that nine to five. Most people will take, okay, I no longer mm-hmm. want to do the nine to five. What is probably the main thing that inspires you every day to, you know, still have a nine to five yeah. and still, I mean, quote unquote, answer to somebody else, yeah. knowing that you still have these these streams and these vehicles working for yourself in the background? Yeah. Well, the good thing is the, the nine to five that I do have, I'm kind of like my own boss, me and my quote unquote boss. We have a great relationship. I don't really it's kind of like you know i'm high up he's high up and i get to do what i get to do i'm I'm kind of like Mm self-managed so i don't really need to kind of answer to somebody things like that so it's fine but everything that i make outside i have a a goal like i've i hit um a millionaire by 26 but i also want to have like multi-millions i want to have even more so if you really break down you're making six figures on a nine to five you still have to do more i made a video breaking this down a lot of people think making old twenty dollars an hour is something that they're they're good with if you make twenty dollars an hour and you really break down your rent, your insurance, your food, you don't even have money to go out and have fun. Mm -hmm. So let alone build for the future, you're living paycheck to paycheck. So I just have a goal in mind of certain financial number that I wanna hit by age of 40. So I'm just trying to get to that level. And then I realized that, you know, me just having a six figure salary job is not gonna get me there. I need to do everything else. And then along the way, like you said, helping others, I'm helping people make money. So that's honestly, that's more fulfillment than anything because making money by yourself is cool. But when you actually show somebody how to make money, they take action and they make money. That is the best feeling ever. That's literally priceless. Mm-hmm. And you're you're cultivating, you know, relationships, mm-hmm. business partnerships out of that. So, so much more um, on the financial side of things. What are typically like your ideal clients that you advise? What would besides helping to make money, what other mm-hmm. value do you bring to your clients that, you know, makes you so good at what you do? Yeah. And also, you know, makes them successful and, you know, so grateful that they sought, you know, your help. Yeah. So for the financial advising, um, I'm in the Naples area, Southwest Florida. So typically that's older individuals. We're helping um, people in retirement. So we're just helping them um, realize that their current advisors are probably charging high fees. They're not really managing their funds efficiently. So we do audits on their portfolios and we help them out that way. We also get their um, their future lined up for like if they pass away, making sure that everything is aligned. So that's that. But like the younger individuals who I help or like professional athletes. Um, I have a new um, thing that I'm starting called the player's advisor, where I'm essentially going to be your financial friend for professional athletes. So I have NFL players, NBA players that like see the things that I do and that I'm a financial advisor. And sometimes they come to me for advice. 
I'm not trying to be your agent. And what I've realized is a lot of these NBA players, NFL players, they're not spending their money accurately. Okay. So of course, when you make it out, you want to help your family members out. So they're giving out money, but there's proper ways that you can do that and Mm -hmm. you can um, deduct your tax bill. So there's proper ways that you can efficiently plan for the future. I mean, the average lifespan in the NFL is three years. So what are you going to do when you're not playing anymore? Same thing with the NBA. And a lot of guys, they're, they're buying the jewelry, they're, they're paying for girls, they're doing all this. And, and then boom, their money has withered away. And reality, they just need somebody who can teach them the financial secrets so that they can still do what they need to do, but save on taxes, grow their money efficiently. Basically, I'm going to be your financial friend because their financial advisors, typically they're these older guys who are sleazeballs and they don't really care about them. They're just trying to get that check Mm -hmm. and just, quote unquote, say that they're managing their money. In all honesty, they're taking advantage of them. So that's what that's the, the next step of my financial advising. A lot of older individuals now, but I'm moving more towards the space of like professional athletes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I I love that Mm -hmm. for you. And I love that for our our athletes coming out, too, Uh, because I do know that there is a big stigma, Mm -hmm. you know, stigmatism in, you know, the understanding of money and just. Want, still wanting the things that they want, exactly. Right? But we all want to, you know, yeah. live life. We we dream of these moments mm-hmm. to be able to live the life that you know we want to live, have the fun, but still knowing that there's you know uh, responsibility and things that we want to do exactly. to prepare ourselves for when we're no longer doing mm-hmm. that. Uh, so let's let's switch gears a little bit and talk about you know what surplus funds is yeah. and, and why are some people calling this the the best kept secret in yes. real estate? It really is the best kept secret, and a lot of individuals do not know about this because. Because the counties are not going to inform you. So to break it down, surplus funds are the remaining profit after a foreclosure. So a foreclosure is going to occur due to non-payment in taxes or non-payment in your mortgage. Okay, so these counties, they're going to host an auction and the opening bid is going to be whatever was owed. So let's say you owe 10,000 in taxes. Mm -hmm. You didn't pay your taxes for a few months. The county's been notifying you, hey, you need to pay your taxes. Eventually, they're going to foreclose the property. They're going to host an auction opening bid is 10,000. The property has value. Mm-hmm. The home is probably worth 200,000. Let's say the property sells for 200,000. Now there's that remaining profit of 190,000 that's legally entitled to the previous owner. Now you might say, well, how are they entitled to that they didn't pay their taxes? The county can only keep what was owed in taxes. Mm-hmm. That equity, what was remaining in profit is due to the previous owner. And this is all legal. It's in state statutes. And these counties even have these lists available. People just don't know how to search. If you guys are watching, you want to look this up, look up surplus funds, look up excess funds list, and you will see everything that I'm talking about. So what we do is we get the list from the county. We see who's entitled these funds. We skip trace them. We call them. We contact them. Explain, look, you know, you're entitled these funds. After the foreclosure, there's a remaining profit that you're entitled to. We'd love to help you out. And the beauty is we don't charge any upfront fees. So we operate on contingency. We get it between 15 and 30 percent for helping them file the claim. And the great thing is you don't need any special certifications, no license, no degree, no previous experience. You just literally need to learn how to 
look somebody up on the um, computer and be professional, knowledgeable, and an expert. Because of course, this can sound like a scam. <laughs> you're calling somebody saying, hey, look, you're owed all this money, I can help you file it. They're not gonna believe you. But I, I train people in my course, methods on how to get people um, to trust you, how to be professional, um, how to send over proof, because we can. We have full transparency, we're gonna send over proof. And in some cases, we use attorneys as well. So. You know, it's a great business and a lot of people are actually getting after it like very fast, very mm. fast. Mm. So, I mean, with you not having any experiences mm. at first when, you know, discovering it, um, besides, I mean, you found this after you have been doing the work as a financial advisor and all these other things, correct? No, I found this when when I was playing overseas. Yeah. So okay. I was just doing I was playing overseas. I was doing Airbnb. I was doing wholesaling. And then I discovered this as well. Gotcha. So I was always trying to have multiple streams of income. Then when COVID happened, I came back and that's when I became a financial advisor. But I still had all my other businesses running as well. OK, OK. That, that makes sense. Now mm-hmm. the timeline. So what were some of the main obstacles that you've experienced mm-hmm. You know, when when you started to tap in, not having, you know, experience in, you know, real estate or mm-hmm. maybe even how to find the the sellers, maybe getting on the phone with the homeowners and having the conversation. What were some of your biggest obstacles that you had to overcome? Well, um, in the beginning was probably the persuasion aspect mm-hmm. um, when you're communicating with an individual, telling them that they're owed money. They think it's a scam. So I actually um, watched one of the masterminds on the power of persuasion. And I realized that you you really need those three aspects. You have to be professional. You have to be knowledgeable. You definitely have to be able to properly explain to somebody how they're owed this money. You can't just call them up and say, hey, you're owed $100,000. I can help you file it. You have to make it make sense to them. Look, I see here you owe $10,000 in taxes. Your property had value. It sold for $200,000. You're legally entitled to that remaining profit, which is $190,000. We'd love to help you file this claim. We don't charge any upfront fees. Mm -hmm. What's the best email address so I can send you over what I'm looking at just so we have full transparency? Once I started communicating in a certain way, being relatable with individuals on the phone and having that nice tone, it was just it just took flight from that point. Absolutely. It's it's definitely about tonality. Um, So, Mm -hmm. I mean. First getting started, I can imagine with just our brief time of talking, Eric, mm-hmm. that you're very action oriented. So it's it may not be the the months of preparation yeah. that many people do just to kind of stop themselves from actually doing the thing mm-hmm. necessary. So what I'm talking about is how like having the LLC, yeah. having a website, yeah. this business name with Google reviews and all these yeah. things. Uh, I'm sure those things have also gotten you objections mm-hmm. when, you know, these people say, oh, it's a scam and things like that. Yeah. How did you overcome those objections? And when did you maybe think that it was time to have these things in place if you ever, you know, got them? In place? Yeah. So the great thing about this business is you can line everything up and get started like literally the same day that you learn about this business. So if you want to get your LLC, you already know you can get that immediately filing through your state. I'm in Florida. You can go to SunBiz and file that for about $150. Or if you don't have that money, maybe you want to do a DBA doing business as you get that set up, you get a website, you can set all of these things up but you can also do it without that. So I had a student, he was in California. It's actually crazy. He was in jail for 20 years. He Mm -hmm. called me and he was almost crying. He was like, man, I got out of jail 
and I didn't know what to do. And for some reason, I stumbled across her YouTube page and I saw this business and I looked it up. I looked up excess proceeds in California and I saw multiple counties, uh, Fresno, Los Angeles County, Orange County. And I saw the list and I was like, wait, this guy is like telling the truth. This money is literally there. Then he saw the claim form and he's like, wait, I see who's owed money. I see the paperwork I need to do. Now I just need to find them called the lady he said he just related to them i was like but you didn't have a website he was like we chopped it up so good in the communication that she just trusted me so that was the same thing as um some of my other students if you can be professional knowledgeable and an expert and communicate with people you can get over those hurdles but of course you want to have your websites like my website now if you go check it out you're seeing checks you're seeing videos with me with people who i've helped you're seeing testimonials you're seeing my bio you have videos you have everything just for full transparency so starting off you can do this business with no startup costs you can go on your county site Look up those keywords, see a list. You can, this is a gem for you guys. If you're looking for a free skip tracer, go to True People Search, look their name up and just start dialing them and call them and, and you can help them file the claim. You don't need to be an attorney to submit a claim in most most counties. And then also you're getting 15 to 30%. So let's say somebody is owed 100,000 and you're getting 30% of that. That's $30,000 that you're receiving just for what? Two hours of work. You did some skip tracing, you filled out the paperwork. So, I mean, it's, it's it's a great side hustle for sure that doesn't require a lot of time and you can get at it immediately. Dang, that's that's mm-hmm. crazy, man. Shout out to, to your student in California who had that big breakthrough in, in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is there like a learning curve? Like since you first started to now, yeah. how drastic has the industry changed? Um, yeah, well, the, the industry hasn't changed. And the great thing is this business is going nowhere because there's always going to be foreclosures. Mm-hmm. This happened before I was born. It'll happen when I pass away. And the thing is... The county can only keep what was old, so there's always going to be remaining profit. The learning curve that I've found is people will have analysis paralysis. Yeah. Um, in my course, I have over 47 chapters. I'm breaking down everything. I'm giving you all the documents, the, all the recipe you need, all the ingredients. You just have to take action. Some people don't like to take action. That's the only thing. The people who do take action have success. If you go to my YouTube page, you'll see all of my students who had success. Um, I just had a guy yesterday in my private Facebook group. He closed the deal. 128,000 he's getting 30% and he didn't even speak to the lady on the phone everything was via email mm. communication so there's many methods of contacting you can do text message you can do email um, you can talk to somebody on the phone you know with wholesaling that you mm-hmm. you don't have to always call them you can communicate in other ways so mm-hmm. the learning curve would would honestly just be taking action because for those of you who are watching, I want you to Google surplus funds, excess funds. You'll see multiple county lists and you'll see that they're old hundreds of thousands, sometimes even millions. And all you have to do is call them. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it. Right. And I love that we we keep going back to the 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 premise of taking action. Exactly. And I think that, you know, with that analysis paralysis, a part of it isn't even that people don't take action. They're mm-hmm. just not taking the right action. Exactly. As you mentioned, the yep. money earning activities. Yes. Some people mm-hmm. just w- w- would rather just work on the website, mm-hmm. you know, would rather just work on uh, the script or yep. just want to keep looking at the script because they don't feel confident exactly. enough that it works. So this gets back to where I said just getting four tasks done a day. Mm. So once you see it, 
what okay what do i need to do and i like i like to break it down as a blueprint what do i need to do in life okay if i want to start my surplus funds business let's break everything down okay i need to get my llc i need to get my website i need to get this i need to get that and then each day get your four tasks and and just knock it out Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen that way but when you freestyle and you get overwhelmed and you say okay well i need this that and the third and you you're you're not taking the correct action Mm -hmm. how important it is how important is it to write these things down oh it's so important in your mind it's so important because the thing is and and i pray every night for god to continue to give me the visions he's going to give you the visions but you have to take action on it Mm -hmm. and like i said it's something about a paper and pen bringing it to life that's going to really help you visualize and see it in our minds we have it but you might go to sleep and forget it the next day Mm -hmm. so just just writing it down exactly what you want and you can get it for sure. I, I love that. And I even want to, you know, spit on that a little bit, too, Eric, because when you mentioned that pen and that 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 paper, mm-hmm. you know, we know that these are physical things. Exactly. You physically hold a pen. You physically hold a paper. Mm-hmm. But this vision that we get in our mind is not it's metaphysical. Right. Yes. So it's the way it's the easiest way that I could think of. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you can uh, testify as well to, connect it. to manifest it mm-hmm. and to actually bring it and connect it to the physical realm. Yeah. So if you don't write it down, it's kind of like just keeping it trapped in make believe. Mm-hmm. Right. In the metaphysical when you need to bring it into exactly. physical. Awesome. Awesome. How, how long does the process usually take from identifying, you know, the homeowner to, you know, getting them their funds? Getting XYZ. Them paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So each county is going to have different protocols so it can be different. The fastest I've ever gotten paid out is in Collier County. And that was within two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Collier County is in Naples, Florida. But then you have some scenarios like I did a deal in Ohio where it took four months because these are legal claims. So there's a, a review process sometimes it has to go to interpleader in which the county's attorney is going to review everything before they issue payment the thing is though this does not require a lot of um you know any hard labor at all the paperwork is very fast and it's just a wait game so once you build your pipeline you're going to wait and those checks are going to come this is not a get rich quick scheme at all Mm -hmm. this is a, a legitimate business that you're truly helping people out because you're bringing them funds that they had no idea about and a lot of these people, when they're foreclosed, they need a new start. They lost their home, you know, so this business is great for really helping people out. So I would just say be prepared for waiting on that payment. If you're somebody who needs money now, this business may not be for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're somebody who wants to legitimately start a business, you can build a pipeline and get good profits, then it's a great business for you because you do a couple of deals and you can easily make six figures a year. Mm, I love that. And I mean, I feel like one like the the terms that is so overly used but may not be fully understand is get rich quick, right? Yep. And though I understand that it's not a get rich quick scheme, scheme, explain to our listeners what a get rich quick scheme is because I mean you just explained you know in some cases you can get these funds in mm-hmm. as little as two weeks. Yep. I mean that's pretty quick, right? Yeah. Especially if you're talking you know twenty thousand, thirty thousand, mm-hmm. fifty thousand. That's exactly. a huge lump sum of money that most people yeah. only earn in. Annual, you know, on an annual basis. So, what does it mean to get rich quick? And, you know, how is earning that type of money in two weeks not associated with that? Yeah. So, when I think of a get rich quick scheme, I'm thinking of something that that that's not here for the long haul you know it's not a legitimate business that can can last Mm -hmm. like i said the foreclosures are going to continue to happen even when i pass away so Mm -hmm. 
getting paid out the amount of time is not associated with a, a get rich quick scheme. When I think of get rich quick, I'm thinking of something that's not going to last long. And then also individuals who are like just really money hungry and need something now, now, now. Mm -hmm. And they're not honestly having the, the good heart into this business because, uh, I look at it as 50-50. Mm -hmm. I'm 50% helping people, trying to better their lives, bringing them this money that they had no idea about. And then 50% trying to help myself, you know, get paid my finder's fee mm -hmm. and, um, you know, look after myself and my family. Absolutely. And it's also more so, I think you mentioned um, the money-driven aspect yep. of it and not results-driven. Exactly. People who are results-driven kind of learn to enjoy the pros and the mm -hmm. cons of the process. Exactly. And, you know, as you mentioned, it might have took two weeks for the funds from finding the finding the homeowner to being paid out two weeks. Mm -hmm. But the work in between exactly. probably yep. wasn't two weeks. Getting rejected on the phone, you know, calling a lot of numbers that were invalid, mm -hmm. you know, sending mailers, things like that. Yep. That's another aspect, right, that I think a lot of people don't take into perspective, the, the rejection. How, how mm -hmm. do you overcome you know, the getting to knows the, yeah. the people that even in your best professional mm -hmm. and charismatic and caring voice, yep, exactly. people still say, it's call still, you a yeah, scammer, trust right? Me, it's going to happen. Yeah. I, I love rejection. I'm not going to lie. I love rejection. I feel like it's going to every, every time I'm rejected on the phone. I'm going to reflect on, OK, what could I have done better? Mm -hmm. And of course, we can't control individuals. You can do something the perfect way and somebody somebody may not even be ready at that time. But one no is just closer to a yes. Mm -hmm. So I, I love rejection. And I feel like if you were in a business where it was all, you know, sugar and flowers, you're constantly having success, you probably wouldn't have any fulfillment. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you can get over all of those no's and finally get your deal, you're going to be so happy. I'm telling you, you're going to be so happy because you're going to be like, like my hard work finally paid off. Yeah. If everything was easy and success, you you know, it's really no fulfillment out of that. It would be no success story. Yeah. If there was no failure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that, man. One, one, what that reminds me of, Eric, is one of my coaches had mentioned to me, because uh, you brought it up, uh, mm -hmm. with the timing, right? Yep. They might not be ready in that time. And I've learned through sales and specifically through wholesaling is like, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. Yeah. Right. If they're the right person, you can't say the wrong thing. You mm -hmm. can only say the, the wrong thing to the wrong, wrong person. person. Exactly. Right? It means that the timing wasn't right or the person truly didn't need the funds yep. or the motivation wasn't there. It could have been anything. And mm -hmm. that no didn't necessarily mean no. It just mean next opportunity. Focus exactly. on the right person. Right. No, next opportunity. I like that. I yep. like that. I like that. So, oh, man, let's transition a little bit. So what are some of the similarities in your students? that mm. you have identified, okay, this is the ideal student that is getting consistent results. Mm -hmm. Well, to be honest, I have students of all ages. I had a student mm -hmm. that was 18, got his first deal for 80,000 in Broward County. I have students that are retired that do this business. Um, James Johnson, he's one of my best students. He closed on average 20 to 25 deals per year. Mm. He's making six figures. He's killing it. And what I see that they all have in similar is just they take action. Mm. This business is very simple. Like, it's not hard at all. You're going to see who's old money and then you just need to find them and get them on the phone. But the gap is the taking action. Mm. The gap is getting over the rejection. The gap is continuing to make calls when you're doing your skip tracing and none of these phone numbers work. So going the extra mile, looking up friends, looking up family, looking up neighbors, searching them on social media, going that extra mile. So all of my students who have success, 
they take action and they go the extra mile to achieve success. They don't look at this business as, oh, I can make a lot of money. It's simple. I made a few phone calls. Nobody answered the phone. Oh, it doesn't work because the business works. You just weren't taking action. Mm, that makes sense. That mm. makes sense. And so break it, put it in perspective for our listeners that, you know, might be, you know, in that nine to five. Some might yeah. even be working 12, 16 hour shifts. Yeah. Right. Whatever it may be. What would you say the time investment looks like yeah. per day? Very minimal. Two to three hours per day is mm. all that's needed. Now that two to three hours, you can be spending one hour making phone calls, two hours doing research. There's also paid providers that will handle all the research for you in which you'll have all the leads list, fully skip trace phone numbers, relatives. You'll see how much they're owed. So now you can focus on making calls. And in one hour, you should be able to bang out a lot of calls. You know, you can even hire people to call for you. This business can be scaled. You can mm. have an entire team operating this for you where you have your research you have your document filers you have your callers you can get a cold caller on fiverr for ten dollars an hour on upwork for ten dollars an hour you can hire somebody on indeed commission based only where they're making calls and they get paid out um once the deal is closed mm, that's crazy so yeah let's let's talk about more so the mindset you gotta okay. be in to even think about those ways to scale because yeah. at, at first people are probably thinking mm-hmm. you know especially if People have the time and not the money to invest. Yeah. You know, and and they want to take the long term. Where where did your mind start to shift to where you started to maybe hire VAs mm-hmm. or, you know, you know, pay people to skip trace leads for you? Yeah. Where where where, where do you have to be in the in the mental space to even Well, I just realized one person can only do so much. So when I was doing my two to three hours, you know, I was closing some deals, but I was like, man, imagine if I had somebody that's doing the research for me or I was making calls to do other states Mm -hmm. because I can't call everybody in the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then I hired my team. And once I start seeing the results coming, it made sense. And there's so many different you can get a virtual assistance in the Philippines for five dollars an hour. I mean, they're doing their research. They're doing everything and they're going to work extremely hard. They're going to do everything that they need to do. So once I realized that, okay. If I'm going to scale, I need to scale correctly, break down the numbers, make it make sense and then execute accordingly. Because when you scale, you have your team, you have to have that CEO mindset and you have to have um, the proper way to run your business. You have to make sure everybody is doing what they're doing. So we have Monday meetings where we're going over all right, what happened last week. We're staying motivated. We're even doing mock calls just to make sure all of my cold callers are precise on their game. So when they're on the phone, they're professional, knowledgeable, and an expert. And that way the business can continue operating the way it's supposed to be. We don't have any lapse, no fall off, nobody getting discouraged. We're always staying motivated. Mm. Now, of course, you have um, the course, right? That provides a whole lot of the resources. Do you Mm -hmm. guys also outsource and provide your students with those um, like the, the those paid opportunities like getting team and mm-hmm. also uh, the skip trace leads and yes. things like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So all of my members in the course have access to that. Also, if you just go to my YouTube money making juggernaut, you'll see tons of free game. I have individuals that um, there's actually a guy who wholesales here in Atlanta. I'm not sure who you know who Marquise Bentley is, mm-hmm. but um, he actually just looked at my YouTube page, watched the videos and got a surplus funds deal in Georgia. And he closed without even taking the course. 
So there's a lot of free game on my YouTube. You can mm-hmm. see how to operate the business. You just may not have the documents to file a claim, but some counties will give you the documents on their site. So yeah, it's a lot of a lot of powerful content on the YouTube channel. Yeah, I, I'm sure, and I could I could see how because we have a lot of wholesalers and mm-hmm. you know real estate investors, aspiring real estate investors that listen to the show as well, and I could see how those that are actively in that yeah. industry could you know take the take the free information mm-hmm. like oh this already applies to yeah I already got cold callers i already yep. talking to leads i might even have a pre-foreclosure list exactly in my crm and a lot of people that are in real estate investing they're they're contacting people before the foreclosure happens to kind of buy the property mm-hmm. and what you can do is talk to them and say hey there's going to be another option for you after the foreclosure they may not work with you now mm-hmm. to get the property to buy it it goes to foreclosure. Now you can say, look, there's some money left over. I can help you file that. And then you can get paid a different aspect. This is why this is the hidden gem in real estate. A lot of people don't know about what happens after a foreclosure. Everybody's trying to get these properties before foreclosure or you know, investors at the auction, but there's money afterwards and you can get a great part of it. I mean, 15 to 30% is a, a great commission. Man, let me tell you, Eric, I had a deal that probably gave me my first gray hair just mm-hmm. from talking to the seller and it was like a probate situation okay and they were getting ready to go on to foreclosure but because they were so in feud with each other mm-hmm. this lady they let the was, property go she literally let yep. the property go and mm-hmm. li- it was literally just because just to spite yep. the other lady and not wanting her to receive any of the proceeds yeah <laughs> so it was crazy and it's like we were doing all this just to kind of stop it from yep. going into foreclosure but i mean at the end of the day after months mm-hmm. of negotiations and trying to you know pull teeth it was it was nothing we could do this nothing lady you really can do yep. and just this information alone mm-hmm. you know helps a lot of people myself included like yeah i could probably go back and tell you, know, you georgia is a huge right. state I mean, look it up cobb county gwinnett county you, you're gonna see it all you have to do is google it yeah <laughs> yeah i mean well shoot i'm, I'm already thinking like mm-hmm. I, I like to pay the play so i'm already thinking yep. the ways i could just get in the course so i can skip all the all the fluff and the guesswork. exactly like, and get your team yeah, set up action yep. oriented mm-hmm. man we always talking about moving action so yep. what are some red flags and obstacles that our listeners should be aware of as they're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Some of them might even be getting excited. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to jump in right now. What are some yeah. red flags to you know kind of be wary yeah. of? So when you go look, you'll see that there's other teachers. It's not just me. It's about three to four other individuals who teach. They're going to be charging you thousands and thousands to teach this. Some even charge like five thousand to run it. So. Mm. I honestly could charge that because, of course, once you get a deal, you're going to get paid a large amount. I've been in that scenario where I couldn't afford the thousand dollar course, things like that. So uh, be wary of that. Also, um, when you're performing your skip tracing, you're going to get a lot of dead numbers because they have to realize where are these skip tracing sites gathering these phone numbers from? Mm. When you go to a mall, when you log into Wi-Fi, you're putting in your phone number. That's how they're getting all the data. So it may not always be an accurate phone number. Also, somebody who's younger is going to be easier to skip trace. You're going to get a more accurate phone number. When you have all these landlines for older individuals, it's probably going to be harder. Mm. Also, you're going to look up and you're going to see that the previous owner was deceased because that's a, a lot of reason why properties get foreclosed is because they're dead. They're, they can't make the payment. You can help the heirs and the heirs are the easiest to close at the 30, 35 percent. Right. You get an attorney, you're paying them a contingency fee of twenty five hundred. You're getting your 30 percent. You're getting paid a great amount. Your attorney's taking care of everything. So just be ready to perform more investing 
investigating, then just skip tracing a phone number, look up social media, look people up on Google, look up friends, look up family members, um, and just be ready to take action. And then be cautious of other individuals who are looking to charge you thousands for business that, like I said, you can learn for free on my YouTube. If you really want to take action and have everything condensed, I'll teach you everything that I know, all the documents mine is the lowest price for this industry and not even just trying to promote myself, but you can go to my page and see I'm still actively doing this business and I have students that are getting results. Mm -hmm. Some people just push courses for course sales, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. We Mm -hmm. just, we literally just spoke about this with Regina last episode, man, talking about the validation Mm -hmm. and not the value. You know, so many people in the social media age now, unfortunately do things for Mm -hmm. the validation uh, because now, you got monetization when you get more followers, yep. you can push core sales and all mm-hmm. these things like that. So I love that advice of doing your research to yeah. see is this person giving value yeah. and not is this person. That's why I say check my YouTube out first. I'm not even trying to push it. Check right. the YouTube out first. You'll see for yourself. Do your research. Like I said, look up those keywords. That's a gem for you guys. Surplus funds, excess funds or um, overages. Look up those keywords on Google and you'll see everything. You'll see state statutes. You'll see county lists. You'll see everything. Mm. So we talked about the red flags. What are some of the like what is the fastest, most efficient way to Mm -hmm. get started? Um, To get started is um, look up those keywords, see whatever county has the most accessible information, because uh, some counties may not give you all the information that you need, such as who's owed, um, if there's any liens, paperwork necessary. But a lot of counties do. So if you can find a county that you can get started in that shows you like, I mean, guys, look up Collier County, type in Collier County surplus funds. They're going to give you a list and break down what you need to file a claim. They're going to show you who's owed the money. They're going to give you the property information report, which is going to tell you if there's any liens or not. They're going to give you the address that you need to skip trace. And now you just need to make a phone call. Um, and then a green flag about the business is once these people get the money. Oh, my God, it's a great feeling. They get that check. You're changing their lives. And it's like modern day Robin Hood. You're bringing the money that mm-hmm. you, you didn't have to make this money. The, the money's already there. It's sitting It's literally sitting there. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, if this money is not claimed, it's either going to get as cheated to the state, which means they're just going to turn it over to the state or the county keeps it for their fund, which is, you know, kind of crazy that yeah. the county can do that. And. And I looked at I looked up some more information on, on mm-hmm. your site. It's crazy that they can even put such a short time frame yep. as when you can claim like mm-hmm. some is like 90 days. Right. Exactly. Some of them might yep. even be less than that. That yep. you have to claim these funds. Give That's crazy. Short period. Yeah. Wow. So, OK. So as opposed to that, that that 90 day period, um, do they have. Matter of fact, let me re- re- rephrase that question. The closing attorney, because you mentioned the closing attorney as well. Mm-hmm. Are they pretty much facilitating? That's how you don't have to worry about chasing people down to get paid and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So typically when you use an attorney, uh, you don't always need an attorney. I use attorneys for large claims um, over 80000 or a situation where we have to open a probate. And the good thing about the attorney is the payment will go to their escrow account and then you know you're good. There's also a document that you can use to make the county direct the check to your company. So uh, in most cases, I'm always receiving the check first and then dispersing payment out. And in our agreement form, it literally outlines whichever party receives the funds first. Five days after funds are cleared, you have to release payment or you're due to, um, you know, some treble damage. You can get sued. Yep, exactly. Now, that makes sense. All right. Well, as we are wrapping things up, Eric, before I let you go, man, I got a couple more questions. This Mm -hmm. next question is, you know, 
you you talked about a couple books that you like to read. What mm-hmm. would you say are your top two mindset books, especially that, you know, always keeps you on, you know, thinking yeah. about more and taking massive action? Yeah. Uh, Millionaire Next Door. OK, that's the best one for okay. sure. And then when my book finally comes out, I think that's, that's going to be the best one. Yeah. All the right. power of doing more. I'm telling you, that book is going to it's going to change a lot of people's lives. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So we got soon to be the power of doing more mm-hmm. and then the millionaire next door. Exactly. Got it. Well, I can't wait to read. Uh, can't wait to read your book. I hope, yeah. you, you know, think about me. Send me a copy. Absolutely. Check it out. Yes. Definitely want to push it. Um, as we transition, Eric, I got um, our rapid fire round that is coming up. And we got five questions that okay. are power, powered by Pod Deck. So these are random questions that have nothing to do what we okay. just spoke about right this is just for us to lighten the mood up yeah you know get you to open up be brief be brilliant but most importantly have fun with answering these questions mm-hmm. all right so we got our first one here is what do you consider your greatest achievement man my greatest achievement is becoming a millionaire before 27 at 26 i became a millionaire awesome awesome well, congratulations on that man Thank congratulations you. number two is what's the worst job you ever had <laughs> the worst job I ever had was working at Zaxby's, man. I was in Indiana, was playing college ball up there. I was bouncing around from job to job. It was definitely Zaxby's. Yeah. Okay, Zaxby's. <laughs> I mean, I would think any retail, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of retail jobs either. I think yeah. my, my worst job might have been something similar yeah. in that space. I never worked in the restaurant industry. Yeah, you come home smelling terrible. Yeah, You're yeah. working all these hours. All these <laughs> hours doing all this hard labor. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Coolio, what is your greatest regret, if you have any? Man. So, when I was in college, over the summer I got in an accident and tore something uh, in my shoulder and I was out and I thought that I wasn't going to be able to play again. So, I had a coaching opportunity to coach in Shanghai Mm. And I ended up didn't I didn't take it. I felt like God was just telling me you're going to play again. But I feel like if I took that coaching job, like my life could have been completely different if I was out there in Shanghai. So mm. that's, I don't really regret things, but that's like the only thing where I'm like, what if like if I took that job, where mm-hmm. would I be at right now? Right. Where would you be? I yeah. mean, I'm sure you probably would have still had the the, the free time to, yep, to find something else. Yep. Things, right. Mm-hmm. Number four is what's one bad habit that you're glad you got rid of? Man, the bad habit, and I'm still working on it. I honestly don't like, I I hate disrespect because I always give respect so much. Mm. But like, as you get older and older and dealing with business, you're going to realize there's a lot of people who give out disrespect. So like, I kind of control my emotions, you know, kind of be emotionally mature. Mm. That's that's pretty much what I'm I'm working on. So yeah. when dealt that disrespect, yeah. more so being able to respond as opposed mm-hmm. to reacting. To exactly. It. Gotcha. That's yep. a very good that's emotional a, intelligence. Yeah. That's a very. Um, I mean, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking? Reflective answer, right? Yeah. That's a very reflective answer. Mm-hmm. Number five is what are you most excited about right now? What I'm most excited about, I actually, man, I don't even want to give it out because. Somebody might take it. Just know that there's a, there's a big project that's coming, mm. um, and it has to do with fragrance in the uh, in the male space. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, I think I might know what it is, and I'm excited about yeah. that. Man. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. So, have you ever seen the movie uh, Matrix? Yes. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. sure you have, right? So, what I'm going to do now, Eric, is I'm going to give you the opportunity to be Morpheus, mm-hmm. and our audience is Neo. Yeah. And you giving us a red pill and a blue pill to choose from. 
Yeah. Which scenario would be the blue pill and which scenario would be the red pill? Well, the red pill would be you can achieve everything you want in life. But in doing so, you might lose, you know, some loved ones, some family members. And then your blue pill, you get all the connections that you wanted from a uh, relationship standpoint with friends and family. But and you have happiness, but you don't have wealth. Ooh, that's a good one, man. Yeah. I'm super excited to add that <laughs> poll. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that poll up on Spotify. Anybody yeah. listening to Spotify is going to be able to you know, vote on that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in our Million Dollar Mastermind on Facebook, you can go ahead and hit that poll in the group as well. But I would love, and I'm sure Eric would love to hear you guys answer. So the blue pill was to have everything you want. Mm-hmm. And yep, but you're gonna lose some relationships along the relationships. way. Yeah, that's kind of how it is already, right? Yeah, exactly. And then the red pill is yeah. you have your emotional companions, right? Yep. But you don't have wealth. Yeah, exactly. Whew. Yeah, that's a that's a hard one. Yeah. That's a hard pill it's to tough. swallow. Yeah. Both pills, right? So yeah. I'm pre- I appreciate you, Eric, for sharing that red pill, blue pill mm-hmm. scenario. Now, as we are transitioning, I would like for you to imagine running into a spitting image 18-year-old version of yourself. Yeah. What would be some advice you would give 18-year-old Eric? Man, I would tell myself that you you have to do more. You you have to everything that you thought um because I always wanted like a six-figure job and once I got it I realized like I needed more. Mm. So just just dream bigger and know that you can accomplish anything as long as you outline and take action to achieve it. So that's pretty much what I would tell him. That's great advice because I mean, as human beings, we're we're almost designed to want mm-hmm. more and to yep. want everything. And it doesn't mean that you know you don't have gratitude because I'm sure just from listening to you that you practice gratitude yep. and you're very grateful, mm-hmm. very thankful for the things that you've been already blessed with. Exactly. Which is what allows you to yes. be able to attract even more at mm-hmm. this at the same token. So for people, I think my advice would be just that as well, you mm-hmm. know, to be okay and giving yourself grace and wanting more and being okay that you deserve more just as much as you want. You that. deserve it. Absolutely. Deserve it. Awesome. Well, now, Eric, I want to give you the space to plug yourself in to our listeners a little bit more about where they can find you, yep. connect with you, some special projects that you do want to share mm-hmm. uh, and that you're excited about as well. Yeah. So you guys can catch me on YouTube, Money Making Juggernaut. On Instagram, it's E-Rizzy, E-R-I-Z-Z-Y-Y. Now, there is some fake pages out there. I would never message you guys asking for money. Trust me, I got my own money. I don't need to message you for that, so be wary of that. Um, TikTok, Riches with Rizzy. And you're going to get a lot of motivation on my page. Um, You're going to learn how to have multiple streams of income. And then also on the YouTube, you're going to learn the aspect of surplus funds and also Airbnb. I'm huge on teaching individuals Airbnb. I think it's honestly, if you do it the correct way where your property is furnished, you have the uh, good title, you have good customer service, you're going to be fully booked. You're mm-hmm. going to be fully booked and make cash flow. Absolutely. That's a, that's another great industry mm-hmm. you know, to tap into. And hey, Eric, we might even have an opportunity to get you back on yep. to really dive into the yep. Airbnb space as well. Well, thanks a lot, Eric, mm-hmm. for joining us and taking time to join me 
for conversation on your Saturday. I yep. know that that really means a lot. And to our listeners, I want to thank you all as well for becoming a part of the show week in, week out, giving us the feedback that you give us. You are what makes it possible mm-hmm. to even have conversations with people like Eric to identify that this is who you want to hear from. Right. So I appreciate you. And thanks in advance for becoming the change agents that you're bound to become, especially as you apply some of the principles and the secrets that you heard today with this conversation. With that being said, if you really resonated and you want to learn more about surplus funds and you want to just get connected and stay connected with Eric as well, I want to encourage you to follow him on all social media platforms, inquire about, you know, the course, learning about surplus funds, and just make sure you let him know that you came from the Million Dollar Mind podcast so he knows that you are a part of the community as well. Yeah, so, for everybody, they can actually use a promo code Okay. Take action and they'll get a hundred dollars off. Okay, That's so promo everybody. code take action. Mm-hmm. You just heard it here. I appreciate that, Eric, for yep. you know taking care of the community. I'm your guy, Kai Speaks. You just heard from Eric Richardson on the best kept secret in real estate and probably the secret that you never even heard about, right? So just remember to keep focus, build momentum, and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace. Mm-hmm.